This is Sarah Seven, and you are listening to Tornado Radio. Overall, it's safe and warm in the eye of the Central Texas Music Store. Chris Durante were up here playing a gig at Fire Ant Pizza, sorry, Fire Street Pizza, where they are, well, I'd have to say that um, Beth is a regular up at uh, Fire Street. And the cool thing about Fire Street is they've been one of those venues that has kind of helped keep music going even through the, the worst of the lockdown, and that's very much appreciated. So Beth and Chris and I had a really cool chat. We talked about the music scene up here, down in Austin, what it's like to try to make a living as a musician. And we talked some about their tour up in the Midwest. I hope that went really well. Anyway, it sounded interesting. And we talked about... Beth's recent album, Waiting on You Tonight.
So let's talk about the latest album. And it's been described as an Americana album, but also having a wider variety of sounds. And indicative of that is uh, the, the title track. It, uh, it's one of those songs that it sounds classically American, like a lot of the songs on this album, I'm noticing they're almost vintage sounds. There's 50s sounds. There's a lot of 60s sounds. And there's some good 80s sounds, some, some punk sounds. So yeah, I tell just, me all about it. <laughs> <laughs> I just picked a bunch of songs that I liked, and somehow we ended up trying to tie them together, make them kind of, you know, old old soul or doo-wop or, or whatever. It just It was a very small, small um, group of people. So, I mean, with all our influences being from that time period or whatever, um, we ended up having a consistent sound overall, even though the genres were so varied. So, um, but I did have someone that produced it, so I think he, you know, he had a vision that I wasn't really quite necessarily aware of and, you know, made it, made it happen. So, um, but yeah, I mean, the, those are all my influences, I mean, from, you know, punk to you know, like old 50s rock and roll and all that, you know. Yeah, and everything in between. Yeah. Yeah, so. well, it looks like y'all pulled it off. And here's a question, too. As a songwriter, like, you have a song in your mind and you can kind of hear other sounds in it, but when you work with a producer, I'm sure there are ups and downs. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, I, I had the Waiting on You Tonight, the title track. Yes. I had written that. was one of my first songs I'd ever written when I started playing and I had always played it as more of a waltz like a you know maybe like a 6-8 feel like kind of an old like country soul kind of a vibe and then I played it for him and he was like he was asking me like are any of the songs that you like they were just demos that I had sent him like are you attached to you know the way they sound or whatever and I was like, well, I can't really see Waiting on You Tonight being any different. And then, like, that was the one that completely was like, oh, play it like this. And I'm like, really? Like, I don't know. And then played it that way, just on an acoustic guitar. And he was like, nope, that's how we're doing it. Like, just kind of two of us just playing acoustic guitars. So got a groove and then got in the studio, and it just kind of took a whole nother different vibe to it. So Yeah. Who all played on the album? And... And by the way, I should have said in the intro, Chris Duarte is also sitting in with us. But I am not on the album. <laughs> okay, I was wondering. It's a fine album, though. Good musicians. <laughs> We've got uh, Vicente Rodriguez, who also produced it, is, uh, plays drums on all but one of the tracks, and then he plays bass on several of them. I don't remember which ones now. And then played, I think he played keys on one, too. But... And then James DePredo was the guitar player, played almost all the guitar tracks. I did get a couple in there, <laughs> you know, but he played almost all the rhythm. He played a glockenspiel on one song. Wow. Fun. Played bass on a few. And then uh, the guy uh, that um, engineered it played uh, drums on I Won't Give In, and he played something else, I think. I think he sang, but yeah. Just the four of us did, did everything, and then, oh, Julie, Julie Wolf, who played um, 
organ on like three or four tracks and sang some background. <clears throat> so yeah, yeah, she was she was really really good. Sweet, yeah, yeah. So it's almost like building a band for that album. Yeah, essentially. Yeah, and it does kind of hold together um, musically and also mm -hmm. thematically. Yeah. So, as far as writing songs, how does that all work? As far as you know, what inspires you? Because a lot of the the theme with that, I mean, it was a lot of emotional interplay and you know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, a lot of them were, were definitely <clears throat> inspired by true events, um, you know, relationships and whatnot, and then some of them were just, um, like, I was in a, it's like a songwriting game, it's it's just an email. Oh, oh okay. It's not like we get together and talk about stuff or anything, we just, we would just have a prompt, <clears throat> like, close your eyes, or whatever. I think close, close my eyes was the one for, that I wrote birthday song for oh okay. and that was like the first line you know and so something like that and then we would do that every week and so i did i think four songs off the album came from that i close my eyes and make a wish i hold my breath and let it slip Smoke trails off from every wick. Open my eyes and take a whiff. Party's ending, show's over. And it's time to go home. I hear a voice over my shoulder.
yourself to start playing something yeah no there's there's definitely something to that it's good to because i think a lot of people think that this is just fun and we play but it, it, <coughs> you actually have to put the time in yeah i mean there can't there can't always be like some you know huge thing in your life that's going on and you know it inspires you and like it's not always just like that precious it's like nope you gotta like flex that muscle every now and again and yeah. You know, sit down and just do the thing. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah, I mean, I mean, a lot of it was that, and, you know, a lot of them are super intimate or whatever about, you know, like, or, what or was you, going on yeah. in my life at the time. Yeah, or do you think what happens is you <clears> put in the time, you do the work, you hold the guitar, because it's a job, but then the emotion comes through that. Yeah, I guess that would be... Because it's, it's not fake. Good way to describe it. I mean, they're real emotions, mm -hmm. but you aren't going to write a song if you don't sit down and make it. Yep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that that's totally fair. Makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was wondering, yeah, how much is biographical? Because, like, Yale Street and 45 was just. Well, like, that was, yeah, that was all. That was all true. I mean, I don't think Yale Street and 45 might not actually intersect, but that would be the <laughs> only thing about that whole story that is, is not really true. But yeah. but yeah, if you're going down 45, there's a Yell Street exit. <laughs> so. Yes.
specifically wanted to go there because of the music scene, you know? Yeah, okay. So, Just find yeah. an excuse. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I got a degree, did all that, and now that's done. <laughs> Moving on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> degree in... Philosophy. Oh, wow, okay, that, that qualifies you to write yeah, a song. Okay. Yeah. That works, yeah. That, that. <laughs> that's about all it qualifies me for, though, unfortunately. <laughs> And saying, would you like fries with that? <laughs> right. Oh, well. I do work in a food truck that serves fries now. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. You know, musician jobs, yes. Yep. Oh, wow. <laughs> so, you're in an Austin-based band, but you're gigging up here. Can you compare the scenes, especially because I'm hearing a lot of stuff is real, is has been locked down for a lot longer than up here. Mm -hmm. Just, I don't know, what are your thoughts as far as gigs here well I mean there. really we only play at fire street in this in this neck of the woods right yeah I mean we did we did do Dallas for a while oh wow but was um wasn't a... super into the place we were playing we did play at a six spring saloon and that was really really nice venue up in north Dallas I believe um but it's yeah it's just different i mean i think even you know the pandemic's probably changed it kind of almost for the better in some ways but huh how um, so i feel like people are being more appreciative of the the live music stuff now okay it, it yeah. might be a you know like a you know a small spike and then it will taper back off to you know but i mean austin is like there's so many bands there that it's really hard to go out and play and have people be super like excited about live music. Oh, some, it's some like days, oh, you know? band. Yeah. Okay. But yeah. It, I mean, I feel like since stuff has like been reopening recently and everyone's been, uh, you know, in lockdown and not been seeing live music, everyone's like way more appreciative than they than they had, you know, previously been. But I don't know. I hope 
hope it I hope it continues. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and I mean, playing small small towns like you know, or I call it a small town, Belton or <laughs> yeah. whatnot. You know, it, it's kind of the same sort of like people are more appreciative because you know, well, a we don't play there all the time, and you know, b there's not there's not like a huge like scene or or whatever. Yeah, it's not so saturated. Yeah, exactly. Although I think there are a couple of towns around here that are trying to make a concerted effort to be more music friendly. Mm -hmm. And I definitely would consider Belton to be one of those. Yeah. And Temple, which is where we're at. <laughs> yep. Um, yeah, we're... Shout out to Studio 2220. We're here again. <laughs> there have been a lot of changes. And, you know, obviously musicians are going to want things to go a certain way. And I think audiences have some have some say in this, too, what they want. And so, yeah, um, so y'all are in a couple of different bands. So I'm going to just... Yeah, uh, well, you know, this is my main thing, but um, I do play in a blues band called the Blues Fuses, and then an all-female kind of garage rock and group called Miss Guilty. And um, we play like a couple times a month or something like that. And then Chris over here. I have several bands, but my main vehicle is my own group, the Chris Duarte group. Uh, just true to Austin form, you know, you, you form, you get into different bands, you know. Yeah. Because different bands brings in more income, makes you pay, you pay rent and stuff like that. Yeah. And some musicians have that day gig, you know, stuff. But uh, me, I don't have a day gig. Haven't had a day gig for a while, so this is all I do. But that's impressive. Well, it's you know, I'm I'm just very fortunate that I was having to put put out something semi-successful, and I've been able to sort of stay on top of that ever since. My main source of income is when I leave town, I go off my tour, and that's where I make money. But playing with Beth is so much fun because it's such a different vehicle to play in because my group is sort of like a rhythm and blues or a Steve Ray Vaughan, Texas blues yeah. and and hers is Americana sort of rock, sometimes a little country so it's been a real challenge you know, to, to sort of put, put that in and play it with yeah. integrity because I mean I, I really like Beth's music I think she was, you know, she, I, I think she's the real thing ever since I first saw her <laughs> almost five or six years ago when we were both on stage in Sturges actually white was it Whitestone or White, Whitewood? Whitewood, Whitewood, South Dakota, <coughs> which is just outside Sturgis. Yeah, okay. And we were doing a gig together, and I just, I just, I was kind of in awe of her, you know. And so I've sort of basically begged to get in her group, and so okay. she relented. Aww. She relented, and, you know. Aww. But I had to earn my, I had to earn that chair, you know. I just didn't say, you know, look at me, I'm Chris Forte. No, I had to earn it because I had to play. Because believe me, when I first joined, when I first started playing with her, I was not very good at all. So it's 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 taken it's taken a while. No, I mean well to be good good at that vibe. Yeah, I think right. I, I think what you're saying because no, you'd have to shift gears from playing one way to yeah playing right another. definitely and I mean, and, and, and yeah. in her band too it's like you know I'm like a cog in in the machine you know I'm, I'm there I, I play my parts whereas in my band I am the band I have to put the band on my shoulders sometimes. Uh, we're just Fun. a trio, but yeah. that's okay. I, I like doing that. You know, I like being the main focus. But with hers, I'm not the main focus. I'm just there to support her and make her sound good. But it's been a lot of fun. I've, I've really yeah. enjoyed playing in a group. Yeah. No, it, it, th that's a good point, too, though, because it is a different... It's like being in a choir. You're supposed to blend your voice as opposed to singing, you know, 
solos. Right, yeah, stand out and stuff. Yeah, knowing when to play and when not to play. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. There's, there's a time and place for everything when it comes to soloing and stuff. I mean, yeah, I go crazy sometimes, but there's a time and place for everything. Exactly. You know, I'm not, yeah. I can't play all these crazy notes and stuff all the time. You know, I have to play to the music, which is yeah. just challenging in and of itself. Yeah. Well, and you mentioned tours, which brings me, you guys are about to go, or yeah, th there is a tour coming up. At yeah, we in um, August. Yeah, we're going through the Midwest, um, going through Norman, uh, Tulsa. We got Salina. Is that how you Salina. say it? Salina, Kansas. Um, wow. Knuckleheads and um, Missouri and Kansas yeah. City. Yeah. Don't forget. Um, don't we play Tulsa? You didn't say Tulsa. I did say Tulsa okay. actually. Yeah. Um, Blackbird and. And then uh, we got the Iron Horse, which is in Savannah, Illinois, which is... That's on the west part of a Illinois. A neat little... Northwest part. A little biker hub that we <laughs> discovered several years never heard ago. Of. Very small Nobody's town. ever heard of it, but man, it's... It's, it's a cool of, little game. Yeah, it's fun. In Illinois, yeah. yeah. And then... Um, just, 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 just next to the Mississippi River there. But just, yeah. just That's right. It. Yeah. And then... Uh, it says Cedar Falls, is that right? Cedar, Cedar Falls, Falls yes. Cedar Falls. Oh my goodness, wow. located sort of in the north central part yes. of the state. Yeah. Yes, it is. Yeah. And almost, then, uh, University like of North I Northern Iowa. Yeah. Uni. Northeast, yeah. yeah. That's right. Home of Uni. University yeah. of Northern Iowa. Almost um, almost like I've been through there. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. And then our favorite the zoo bar. In Lincoln, Nebraska. Okay. World famous club's been around since the seventies. Yeah. So a little bit of history, yeah. Yep, that'll be fun. And then uh, Hay Hay Smokehouse Barbecue in Lasalle, Illinois. Playing Burlington, Iowa. Oh my goodness! Wow. Yep, Burlington. There's yep. right on the, the Quad Cities there. Yeah, it's yeah. right ne next to it, close to it. Yeah. Well, cause no, yeah, cause there's yeah Burlington. Burlington's okay. a little bit a little south though. The yeah, Quad Cities up there, but it is on the river. Bettendorf, Rock Island, and yeah, Maine. there you go, Rock Island. Yeah. Yeah. Like I said, more than I do. Uh, Des Moines, Iowa. For but, real? Yeah, yeah oh, we're doing. I'm, it's like the Iowa tour. I am so sorry. <laughs> I've actually played a lot of places in Iowa. Yeah. Many, many, many places in Iowa. Yeah. Cedar Falls being one of the first places I played. A place called Stebbs that was there. Okay. Legendary. It's gone now. Yeah. But it was legendary yeah. place there. And I played there many, many, many times. And Des Moines, a place that used to be called Mad Dogs, I think is what it was called, or Big Dogs. I played there. I can't remember what it's called now. But it's good to get back there. I used to yeah. play um, Blues on Grand that was in Des Moines. Played there. They were they were around for a while. But they're gone, too. A lot of clubs. In <sighs> yeah, a lot of... Well, and... Something I was noticing just you know last year, a lot of musicians up there, certainly, and even down here, I know their careers are over. Because they were, they were thinking, I'm not going to go out. It's not safe, and yeah, they're 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 just done, yeah. which is kind of sad. But it's good though that there are still some places just, you know, keeping it going. And I, you know, yeah. Yeah, I mean they're opening back up. Are you talking about the COVID thing? Are you talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're yeah. opening back up. It's slowly opening back up. I mean, I just came back from an East Coast tour. I was up in New England, okay. and it was fine. I mean, even though they have even more restrictions, like Massachusetts, oh, yeah. even though I didn't play Massachusetts, I was there in Rhode Island, Connecticut, and stuff like that, and Maine and New Hampshire. Well, but it's fine. It's 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 slowly opening up and stuff, you know. That is good. I mean, I'm one that partakes in in safety, you know. I'd much rather, you know, 
yeah. I, was, I was not one of the cats that took the thing off. I was like, if I have to wear it, I'll wear it. You know. Yeah, no, you, get, you gotta, you, you can't be stupid about it. Right. So, but uh, leaving that all aside, yes, but I, I do feel it's opening up and people are starting to, you know, be happy about getting out and stuff. So I think, like Beth said, there will be a little spike in stuff in the music. Yeah. You know, love music. We'll see how it is after next year. We'll see yeah. how this is next year. Because now people like are fun. even yeah. live streaming more than ever now because of what they had to yeah. do to make yeah. some kind of income during the COVID downturn. Yeah. You know? They just started live streaming. I'd never done that before. You know, I'd always gone out and made my money. You know, playing on a Being stage in, in front of people, yeah. yeah. And now you're making money playing in your living room and putting up your Venmo or your PayPal or whatever. Yeah, you know it's that was different. It's really yeah. weird. Yeah, but we'll see. It seems like that's kind of dropping off already too. But some, yeah. you know, there are like I said, there are a lot of artists out there that still aren't going out. They feel it's not safe enough, which is fine. You know, I mean, you only everybody has their it's own fine limitations. With us. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You stay at home. <laughs> but yeah, no, I. Hurting. Yeah, I yeah I I hope the tour goes well, but yeah I'm just trying oh, to I'm think sure what else. Yeah. Yeah, I'm just trying to think what other things to you know throw at you question wise, but um, because we could um I don't want to stop with just talking about the tour. It's a good high note to end on, but I'm not gonna. I'm, we're gonna <laughs> well, keep editing, this going. Editing, you can always put that. The, at the magic end of, of editing, right. and I'm not even gonna edit that out. Just watch. Right. Anyway, <laughs> but we talked about songwriting you know some of your songs being biographical but sometimes you know you just work at it like it's a craft how did you get into songwriting I mean some people have known you know from the get-go from the age of five that's what I want to do and yeah. other people fall into it so uh, my dad's actually writes writes a lot of music and okay. plays many instruments so he was he started his first band when I was like four maybe Sweet. and then um I'd always kind of tag along to rehearsals and shows and stuff when I was a kid and just kind of came naturally. I was always into music and performing in whatever regard. I was in theater and, you know, did choir and all that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I just, I don't know, I always, I always wanted to be on a stage and that just seemed like the most logical one, you know. Yeah, that makes sense. So, but yeah, I always liked to write. I was big into writing in, in school and and singing and stuff so just combine the two you yeah know? yeah no, that totally makes sense I can totally relate yeah. to that what inspires you in in terms of like what is a good song and what is a, a bad song in your mind you know what oh man that's that's a hard question um I don't know I, I really don't um if it speaks emotionally, but it's not, like, sentimental, like, it's not cheesy, you know? Like, there are a lot of people writing some lyrics, I'm just like, I can't believe they're okay with, like, putting that out there in the world, and, like, I don't know if you like the Avat Brothers, but I can't stand that I love you song, that song just, just chased my eye, like, I mean, it's a beautiful song, but just when it gets to that chorus, I'm just like, no, oh, come on, you could have... You could have thought of something better than that, you know? <laughs> like, like, uh... Yeah. But, um, yeah. Just no, something, yeah. something meaningful that's not, you know, it's not all, I feel this, I feel that, blah, 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 but it has maybe an imagery that, you, you know, you create in someone's mind that might mean something to them or, you know, that they can relate to without just knocking them over the head with, I love you, or... You're the love of my life. Or, 
some yeah something that's been know. said a thousand times before yeah yeah just yeah a cliche said in a, an original way i guess is what that that's how i write you know i mean lots of other people like to write about you know like tell stories or like you know about things which is great i i love those kind of songs but i just that doesn't come naturally to me you know well i mean i i think it's no accident that like probably about 98 percent of the songs are about love well maybe not 98 but a lot you know i mean yeah it's and just people relating to each other because i mean that's what we have to do yeah so yeah it, that's not surprising yeah Hence the band but, name. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, which kind of, that was what, I was like, I'm curious, I have to know what this is about. But, yeah. Yeah. No, it was, it was a lot of, like, okay, Tom Petty and the Heartbreakers, Joan Jett, like, wow. trying to, like, make some mishmash, like, name, and then I was like, Cooking in the Cupcakes. <laughs> like, uh, I don't know, what's it gonna be? I was like, alright. This is cool. I think this is cool. It's a good name. It's a good name. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Um, and I guess the last question is, you know, are there any songs that you specifically want to talk about on this album? Like, we talked a little bit about a couple of them, but just things you want. Well, you mentioned Yell Street and yeah. 45. Yeah. yeah. That, what else is on there? Um, so there was Pens and Needles, which... <laughs>
Pins and Needles. Yeah, I wrote Fun that one for one of those uh, those song game things and uh, did it like two different versions. Did like a real like slow kind of version and then I was like, I don't know if I'm feeling this and then wrote it kind of more punk rock and started playing it with uh, that girl band I'm in, Miss Guilty. Yeah. yeah. And we do it pretty, pretty punk. And then, yeah, we brought it in the studio, kind of changed up the drum beat a little bit and kind of, I mean, it's still, still pretty tough, you know? Yeah. No, <laughs> but, I, I, I think it's a fun song. Yeah, I, it kind of reminds me more of Tom Petty now a little bit, yeah. you know, especially with that ending. It's yeah. Like, stole that from a, um, you don't think you're gonna take her away with money and the cocaine? What's that song? Uh, yeah. Listen to her heart. Yeah, yeah, that song. Well, and when that was four letter name was it was a fun one too. Oh yeah, that one was yeah. a little was a little autobiographical. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> it was about a bass player, but anyway, yeah, mm. no, I, I like that song. I think it that's different. It it's different than the rest of the songs on the album, you know, kind of like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I want to say it's like almost like a, was it Doug Psalm kind of a, is that what I'm thinking of? Yeah, like kind of a groove, like laid back, you know, like, I don't know. I like it though. Yeah. <laughs>
Do like uh, I do like playing, playing along. Playing along, I like that song a lot. Yeah, that one came out really good. Yeah, that song's good. There's, you know, there's actually a, a lot of good songs. I like actually, I like them all. I think it's a fine album. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the nice political answer. <laughs> Not political at all.
calendar on Friday night, October 1st, in Temple, from 10 to midnight, Russell Boyd is playing at the Green Door on 2nd. And also, in Belton, I am going to be playing at Arusha's from (laughs) 6-ish to 8 or 9-ish basically till I'm done. Yeah, and that that should be a good one since there's no cover charge cuz I'll be working for tips and uh, free tacos. <laughs> and on Saturday at 7 o'clock in Killeen, Megan Brooker is playing at the Iron Gauntlet. And also on Saturday at the Ben General Store starting at Two in the afternoon. Looks like the Kathy Bauer band will be playing till six o'clock. Though it looks like the music is actually going all the way till ten, so there's going to be some other acts as well. And on Sunday, Martian Folk is playing at Fire Street Pizza from twelve noon up till three o'clock. Seems like they do that a lot, though. Anyway, I hope you all have enjoyed this episode of Tornado Radio. And as always, peace be with y'all.